Oiled Hamsters Wrestling. Ooh, sexy but wrong. for the show tonight. And tonight, we have a guest host. You've seen him here before. He's actually our podcast producer. Put your hands together for Kevin Hendricks! Hello, everyone. Kevin, it's our um, Halloween show. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. It's very spooky in here. I have my scariest Eeyore costume on. In your scariest Eeyore costume? Well, yeah, I thought we were dressing up as each other's greatest fears because you're a tiger. Oh, that's right. I forgot you're afraid of tigers. Yeah, they're the worst. It's like a killing machine with the personality of a cat. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh... To those of us who follow us on Facebook, we do a poll um, every uh, month to determine the costumes. This one was a guessing game because uh-huh. we were going to post uh, already what we were going to do. Yeah. And uh, and uh, we kind of messed up the poll. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we put in there Pooh and Tigger. Right. But we're actually Eeyore right. and, and Tigger. Well, we never so. accounted for my weird shaped body. Uh <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, let's uh, go ahead and uh, yeah, introduce everybody. Uh, yeah, okay, so welcome to the Quiz Box, the only uh, game show where real comedians answer real questions to win you real prizes. Ooh. I'm your scorekeeper, Nikki Winkleman, and our host tonight, Kevin Hendricks. Hi, hello! Uh, now, we're going to introduce these comedians in just a minute. Uh, they can ring in for points uh, to answer questions. Uh, if they start missing a bunch of questions, they'll lose points like crazy, uh, which don't don't worry about that. You can still win with a negative score. Uh, they'll gain two points for correct answers or lose points, uh, one point for each incorrect answer. Uh, our comedians tonight, uh, we have no returning champion this month because Hunter Roberts won last month. He lives in Tennessee and could not return. So we've got an all-star cast tonight. Sitting in hot seat number one, let's hear it for Pat Deering. Hey, how is everybody? Sitting in seat number two, a quiz box favorite dressed tonight as a unicorn. Put your hands together for Bianca Moore. Hello. Bianca, we're very excited to have you here. I'm excited to be a unicorn so I can tell couples looking for a third no. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get a point for that here in a minute. Uh, Quizbox newcomer, first time on the show. Put your hands together for the very funny Angie Healy. Very real comedian covered in liquid latex for the night. Uh, I just like to practice safe sex. For our, yeah. for our podcast listeners, um, and for me, what are you? Uh, I am a, one of a two-part costume. Uh, my girlfriend is Medusa, and I am a person changing into a statue because I still needed oh. to have my mouth and hands free. <laughs> nice. I, I like it. I like it. Very good. <laughs> and our special guest tonight, he's a movie critic. He's a, a local celebrity. And this is his third time here. As special guests on the quiz box, one of our favorite special guests. Put your hands together for Brad Keith. 
Um, it's both great to be here, and I would like to remind you that I'm not the comedian on the stage, so anything I say that's 10% as funny as they say, please laugh. Sure, sure. You'll, we're going to give you a point Maybe for laughs. that, too. That's right. not just sympathy, I promise. Each round tonight is going to be three questions. At the end of each round, the contestant with the most points wins a fantastic prize for their audience member. We'll select audience, uh, cont audience contestants right out of the audience using the raffle tickets that you caught at your tables. The player with the least amount of points will give a heartfelt apology from the comedian who let them down. The players are also playing a game against one another. Positive points at the end of each round are going to carry over to the comedian's game score, uh, which they can also uh, you know, increase by being funny. Uh, <laughs> Comedians can hopefully. lose or gain game score points at the discretion of the scorekeeper. That's me. Which you'll see a little bit later, but don't worry. These scores do not affect you, the contestants. Uh, uh, lastly, to make sure that the game is fair for everybody, please don't shout out answers from the crowd. We know you're very smart, and we don't need you to prove it. Please also do not heckle the comedians. And with that out of the way, let's, let's quiz All right. Uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and kick this off. Has everybody drawn a name out of the bucket of people? Uh, Pat, who are you playing for? I am playing for 224510. Ooh, who do we have out here? Diana. Diana. Welcome to the quiz box, Diana. Uh, that's it. I thanked you enough. Uh, next, <laughs> Bianca. 224504. Um, two, four, four. Right hey. here. Uh, what is your name, Sa? Justin. Justin, good name. Yes, good name. quite, uh, quite I'm good. Interject here real quick. I got some information at the beginning of the show while <gasps> I was uh, handing out raffle tickets. Justin tonight celebrating an anniversary. <laughs> nice. Just by himself. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> With, with, with his right. table mate. Oh, okay. It wasn't. He wasn't just mu wandering around outside muttering, "It's been four years." Yeah. Uh, all right, <laughs> Angie, who are you playing for? I am playing for human number two two four five one seven. Hey, and uh -huh. what is your name? Brenda. I'm sorry. What? Brenda. Brenda. Okay. I thought you said Brandis, and I was like, I okay, but no, it's Brenda. That's a human name. <laughs> uh, Brad. I am playing for Also, Alfred Hitchcock is a creep and never forget it. Thank you so much. Wow, right? 
She knew it. Right out of the gate. Uh, uh, if I if I can add, I, I was just only going to say, like, the first time a man was wielding anything hard and erect at a woman, but it seems like that was the wrong answer. No. A, a toilet flushing? Did people a, not poop before the 60s? <laughs> no. They not didn't record screen, it and monetize no. it yet. It was too gross. Hitchcock it, had many run-ins with the film production code standards stemming from various shots, including showing an unmarried couple sharing a bed. <gasps> Some yes. buttocks and a scene where censors couldn't decide whether or not they were able to see one breast. Wow, mm, racy. Uh, and breast. Usually our uh, and breast. Just the singular one breast. breast. Maybe. Usually our contestants do get a chance to uh, ring in for some funny answers, like Angie had. I'm sorry. That's very kind of you to say, Nikki. I don't know. knew it. <laughs> knew it real fast. This is the only question I'm going to know right out the gate. <laughs> so uh, I want to instill confidence in the audience and in Justin very early. There we go. <laughs> question. Honestly, no, wait, what does that make our score? Oh, that makes our score two to zero. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can figure out who has two and who has zero. <laughs> Everybody else. Question number two. The topic is alternative music. Uh, now, Martin Denny was an American pianist and composer. Bianca, do you know this one yet? I, I did. I did okay. play piano for um, oh. eighteen years. So, oh, just how, how about we just run along, Kevin? And this is like this is like Slumdog Quiz Box all of a sudden. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, finally get to a fourth round. Right. <laughs> uh, it was a composer who was known for a type of tiki-influenced lounge music known as exotica. Uh, Denny credits the unique sound of his music to the time his band played, accompanied by what? It's not a toilet. I don't know this one off rip because um, I haven't played piano since I was 18 and oh. I drunk a lot. So <laughs> there's that. Like they, they were accompanied by another band or, or like what, what are you looking for here? It's a thing that accompanied the band. Oh. It's a thing that makes sound. It's right. a thing that yeah. makes sound in a tiki setting. Um, yeah. I'm really stuck on tiki we're for some gonna, reason. We're just going to go with a thing that makes sound. Right. I feel like tiki is a red herring. So yeah, is tiki the red herring? Are you misleading us? Tiki is a... Are you going to ring a, in for red herring? Dis- <laughs> <laughs> someone's, someone's just clapping fish together. <laughs> just, just slapping the fish. <laughs> Pat gets a point for that imagery. Slapping the bass. <laughs> slapping the fish. Oh, slap the bass. That's much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I played slap bass in an exotica band. You, so, yeah, you so, can't get points, Kevin. No, I know. It's uh, I, I'll feel the points in my heart, though. So this is a tiki... It, whoa, Angie. Penny whistle. Oh, no, it is not a penny whistle. I was pretty close. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll it makes see. sense that you said penny whistle, but for some reason, I thought you were going to say panty dropper. I don't know why. <laughs> no. That was what... Don't wow me. <laughs> uh, Angie gets a point for guessing that she's pretty close. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot that I did promise uh, Bianca and Brad a, a a point during the introductions there. Right. Well. we'll go ahead and Man. throw those up there. What, what does the recording of panties dropping sound like? Like, how does that fit into a song? Oddly, it sounds like a penny whistle. It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Angie's buzzer. Yeah, yeah it sounds or, exactly like my buzzer. Do you have another guess? <laughs> or was that just you just saying that's what the sound is like? The, yeah, that was me saying what... Okay, I mean, it was oh, commentary, okay. not an answer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that wasn't a real buzz. Uh, if Eric were here, he would make yes, no. an answer. Okay, okay. all right, fine. Uh, another question. Uh, okay, I'm still stuck on Tiki. I'm going to say drunk woman who's had too much rum wooing in the background. Oh, 
No. No, incorrect, Damn. but another point for imagery. Right, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm really getting your picture of uh, a tiki bar. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you that it is uh, alive. Mm. Oh. Mm. Um, is the Humane Society in on this? Um, this doesn't feel correct. Uh, if it is alive, we're using it to make noise. Angie, once again. Uh, I'm guessing a moderately sized man stroking a porpoise. Mm-hmm. No. No, it, okay, is, cool. it is neither a porpoise nor a man. Of Still close. <laughs> that guy you're, does sound alive. You're, you're getting there. It's it was closer than Penny Whistle. Uh, I don't want this to turn out to just be some guy in the background just squeezing a cat. Oh. Every, every, like, ten measures, just... You fucking psycho. You gonna ring in for that, Pat? No. <laughs> I hope it's because you're ashamed. Uh, wait, wait, okay. So this is, like, a it's a live thing uh-huh. that helped this pianist? Yes. Well, yeah, he would play in this in this in this lounge, and there would be a sound, and people were like, "Oh, yeah, that's that band with the thing that accompanies them." <laughs> I'll ask a trivia question it, about this it, later. <laughs> is it avian? Mm, cool question. Do you want to ring? <laughs> Putting guest host Kevin Hendricks to the test by asking questions to narrow down. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Pat. Uh, the band was accompanied by hundreds of shrieking seagulls. Oh, it is not. It is not seagulls. It's not avian, uh, actually. Now I'll answer that question. We'll answer that somebody now. Run we will tell you. Falling on that sword for me, uh, Pat. Appreciate it. Yeah. We will yeah. tell you it is an animal. And yes. It, is a, it was a bunch of them. Right. It was a bunch. You're, you're you right in that it was seconds. a choir of animals, uh, but uh, we're looking for the animal. Ah, Brad, Keith, were they accompanied by the band Flock of Seagulls? No, <laughs> no. Oh, that made me smile. <laughs> Is Flock of Seagulls exotic? Angie. Alley Cats and Heat. Oh, no. <laughs> it sounds like you're close. No. <laughs> I, mean, I think But I'm also, close. how do you I control really that? Close. You just have like a monthly concert. You don't. You, you just like live in the moment. It's a live recording. I, it's art. It's <laughs> 30 seconds. Or now. Whatever. Oh, Pat. Was, was the band accompanied by hundreds of shrieking monkeys? Oh, no. It is no. not monkey. It's something that you could have in a tiki bar that wouldn't destroy everything. <laughs> I'm just what? not picturing monkeys destroying a tiki yeah, bar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what do you, but, but what like you got against rhythm, monkeys, like, Kevin? Like screaming the lyrics of this song in their, sure. their monkey shrieks as they destroy the bar. Right. Oh, so great, the monkeys right? know the words in the, your world? The monkeys are the words. <laughs> I mean, in, in my world, they were hired. <laughs> they were paid to be part of this. Do they get... Uh, like a 1099? Yeah, or? in his yeah, world, get, they're union. They're, they're in the fucking, credits. They're SAG. No, they're, okay, there's no way that a monkey has held, hold, held more jobs with a 1099 form than I have. I've been paid under the table so many fucking times. Now, Bianca gets a, an applause break, so that's a point. Thank you. <laughs> I can be more indignant later. Um, like all right, a, last yeah. chance to ring in for what animal... Yeah. Z, right? Z, animals. Z, yes. Animal. Choir well, but animals. it's one, one animal, just many of that. Yes. Acquire. Yes. Angie. Oiled hamsters wrestling. Ooh. Sexy, but wrong. No, and no point for that imagery. Okay, All right. Still close, right? So, uh, do we want to do another hint, or we just want to no, tell everybody give, what it is? No, we're just going to give them the answer, and nobody it's, gets points. It's frogs. Oh. 
Oh. Okay, frogs in a bar sounds like um, an OSHA violation, but uh-huh. go ahead. Well, yeah. uh, tiki, it's the lifestyle. Uh, while working at <laughs> an establishment called the Shell Bar, Denny noticed a small pool of water that contained frogs. The frogs would often croak along to the music and stop when the band stopped. Patrons noticed and would often ask him to play the song with the frogs. During recordings, Denny would have his band make bird calls and other animal noises. Maybe that's how you got confused, Pat. Uh, while he played the sound of frogs croaking on a specialized wooden cylinder. Frogs. It sounds like the patrons were saying, we like the frogs more than your yeah, band. That's, that's I think that's what that's it awesome. sounds like to me. Right. It was one of those, do you take requests? Let the frogs sing it. Um, <laughs> kind of situation. Let's move on. What are the scores? Oh, well, that, that was quite the round. Uh, <laughs> Bianca still has two points. Uh, kept her points by just not ringing in. Uh, Angie, oh, yeah. negative five. <laughs> Angie's sitting at negative five, mm-hmm. looking uh, like a good contender for that apology. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, Pat at negative two and Brad at negative one. Still anybody's game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, question number three. The topic is turn down for wine. Uh, American rapper, songwriter, and record producer Lil John, spelled L-I-L-J-O-N, is known for producing and collaborating on Billboard Top 100 Top 10 hits such as Get Low, Goodies, Freak a Leak, and the multi-platinum hit Turn Down for What. He also created his own energy drink called Crunk, named after his hit album Crunk Juice. But what you may not know is that Lil John also owns his own winery. What is the name of his winery? I'm sorry, I'm still... Angie! I'm just going to go off a of crunk juice and uh, say uh, uh, funked fruits. Oh, no. Oh, that's... That's missed though. opportunity for oh. Lil John. Right. A point for alliteration. Thank you for saying yeah. that. <laughs> I didn't realize how good this would be for getting free ideas for winery names. <laughs> Why do you think I wrote it? <laughs> for when gonna... we get that winery money. <laughs> yeah. Just the winery naming money. Pimp I don't know shit about grapes. <laughs> Pimp juice is a Nelly thing. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm actively brainstorming <laughs> right. um, rappers' wineries in my right. head because that's just a uh, Rolodex in my mind uh, uh, that I think of often. I-, I went to Wayne Gretzky's winery in Canada once. <laughs> Really? You guys know who Wayne Gretzky Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Okay, y'all just like we stared just, at me. Like, okay. It no. was more of a question of like a double why. Why does he have a winery? Why did you go? You know? It, <laughs> was, it was very bad. And there were a lot of cardboard cutouts of Wayne Gretzky like out in the vines. Oh, no. <laughs> <So> you <just laughs> like walking along and like, there's Wayne. Did you also <laughs> wow. see the quote that every shitty tender dude I've ever met with um, has on their profile? Oh, no. The Michael Scott one. I don't watch The Office. Right. But if I see another person with that Wayne Gretzky um, quote, I'm just going to meet up with them and choke them to death. That's, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Kevin, I thought we were friends. No, we are. I'm just making fun of the same people as you are. Okay, yeah. We're on the same page. I just thought if other people weren't familiar with being hit on by dudes in the internet. I did like that Bianca said every Tinder dude I've met with. Smet. Yeah. Smetting. It's just between heavy petting and sex. Smetting. Wow, this is a call out post I didn't expect. Um, I came here because it was a safe environment. Um, Well, it's just what the kids are doing these days. (laughs) 
Also, side note, my tongue pops have sounded great in this microphone, so this sounds great. Yeah. Bianca gets a point. I told you, it's it's uh, Quizbox ASMR edition. Like yeah. we're just gonna start bristle yeah. that beard or that mustache right oh, yeah. over that. Bianca gets a point for confusing our podcast <laughs> listeners with random sounds. Right, we're gonna sample that and make a a, a rap song for the show. Is just right. Okay. Back oh, to wine. Back to wine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, yeah, is yeah. Little John's winery? Is it something we're gonna um, be? Confused? It's Lil. Lil John. Did he say Little? <laughs> L-I-L. I'm wearing a button down. Little Jonathan's vintner. <laughs> oh, this is vintage Lil John. Is, is it something that's gonna confuse us? It's gonna be like Chateau Le Montalena. Uh, like, oh fuck! No, <laughs> Never have seen that. I will guarantee you, you will have no problem figuring out how he came up with this name. Oh. Is it? It's not Hennessy. I'm not ringing in for it. I'm sick of going negative. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, a negative six, so yeah. Good <laughs> is dive in. Uh, is it named after a bodily fluid? Oh, I mean, no. I only because I don't want you to start guessing bodily fluid. Why? <laughs> no. I feel like I've exposed myself enough um, this evening, so I will not say Wait, is that the name of the winery? I feel I've exposed myself enough. I'll ring in for it. Angie. (laughs) Angie, what did you want to guess for real? You feel like you've exposed yourself. I guess I should say no. No, it is not. I just exposed Ah, myself. You're right. That's Lucy K's winery. Right. Uh, Hot takes. That's a, that's a zing and a half there. I, I don't know if I should give points for that. I feel guilty. <laughs> Is that how comedians measure the size of their penis by zings and a half? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they, they measure their um, dicks by apologies they have to give. <laughs> Four and a half apologies. <laughs> Is it is it some type of wine pun or something? Like is, does does the oh. name have anything to do with wine? Like how Merlot can you go? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Damn, that's good. Please become a copywriter for Little Little John right now. Uh, no, no, it is not a is not that particular wine pun. I mean, you can keep no. going with wine puns. They will get points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not here. yeah, this is a great way to score points, but not a great Shout way to score points. Hey, 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 This spot is true. Is that all you guys got? Nothing else? Just, yeah, yeah, that was, hey, yeah. Hey. How Merlot can you go in Chardonnay, and that was it. Chardonnay, yay, yay. That was the end of it. Back gets a point for how properly he said Chardonnay. <laughs> they also mentioned popular dance move, the Chardonnay. Yeah, it's unoaked. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's a real wine word, and I loved it. <laughs> uh, we'll give you a hint. It is based off of Lil John's name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good the hint. two words, the the two mm-hmm. the two parts, which uh, one is an adjective, uh, so that's great. Little jaundice. Little You'll drink so much of this wine, it'll give you jaundice. I don't know. How, well, oh wait, that's liver. That's right. Yeah, I that's watched true. a lot of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm right. right. You know, yeah, no, we're making all liver-based jokes. This is good. This well, is good. Well, Jaundice is just a bunch of white wines with like a slight yellowish tint. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, you guys have thirty seconds. Why thirty not? seconds. Um, Brenda, I'm like, I'm absolutely gonna get this. 
Um, Justin, I don't want you to lose faith and love on your anniversary because I failed you. So um, is it okay if I just sit pretty? Okay, cool. I just wanted to. Okay. Tight. Gonna get some of that Merlot. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right, we're gonna call it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So the winery is called Little Jonathan Winery. Are you fucking serious? That's Little Jonathan Winery. <laughs> Little Jonathan. That sounds like a children's book for boozers, you know? That's uh, totally, that's not absurdist like enough. Like a child that got into the cooking sherry at like 11. Now, <laughs> yeah. Little Jonathan Winery produces its bottles from various vineyards across California's central coast and includes a Chardonnay, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Merlot. The name is funny because it's spelled L-I-T-T-L-E-J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N. No jokes. No jokes. <laughs> All right, what's that make our score at the end of round one? Well, that is the end of the round, and Bianca has wow. won the round for Justin with two points. Nicely done. Congratulations, Justin. Um, looks like Angie's going to be apologizing to Brenda Word. because she has negative seven. Uh, Pat has negative two. Uh, so uh, Diana, unfortunately, not winning a prize. Bubbles, unfortunately, not winning a prize. Brad had negative one. Um, so before we get to the apology, we gotta tell we gotta tell Justin what he's won. We've got two tickets to Shadowbox Live. You can go to shadowboxlive.org to find out the show's happening at Shadowbox. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's two tickets for your anniversary. You're also gonna get a uh, quiz box magnet and a quiz box button in there. Mm-hmm. So sorry, only one of those each. And then you're also gonna get a fantastic prize from Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack. Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, a totally, totally real, real place. place. <laughs> uh, we've got all Halloween-themed prizes for you, so if you are last minute on picking out a Halloween costume, you're in luck. You get to be Batman. Care, care of Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack. Congratulations to you, Justin. You Happy anniversary. Diana, Brenda, Bubbles, I will be out to hand out dum-dums to you for being paired up with a dum-dum. And the biggest dum dum of all, Angie, will be apologizing Ouch. to Brenda. Dear Brenda, I'm so sorry. I felt like I was just so close every time. Like I, I don't think Penny Whistle or Stroking a Porpoise was really off the mark by any measure. But apparently, uh, people like to make music with frogs. And Lil' John likes to be proper as a vintner, and I was unaware of those particulars. Um, should you come back, I hope that you get somebody um, maybe with a little bit more quiz smarts, but I hope I have provided some fun for you, as you have for me. You're the light of my life, Brenda. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done without you. Your support has meant so much. It's beautiful. And I really thank you. Thank you. Are you getting this? Oh, oh, well, that was wonderful, Angie. Thank you. We're going to cut you off before you actually cry and ruin that makeup. <laughs> Angie gets an extra point for that wonderful apology. Wow. Uh, wow. Bianca's Yes, negative six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's the other score. You guys yeah, are playing yeah. a separate oh, game right, against right, yourselves right, right, down right, here. Right, right, right. Uh, so, uh, and then Bianca's going to get two points transferred over from her... Uh, Game mm-hmm. score into uh, her champion score. So Bianca's got five points. Angie's got six points. Brad has one. Pat has three. Anybody's game. <laughs> All right, like- let's go ahead and read off who we're playing for in round two. 
All right, I've got two, two, four, five, one, one. Oh, right back here. What is your name? Matt. Matt. Pat thank Matt. you for coming to Matt with an M. Uh, thank you for coming to the quiz box, Matt. I'm sorry I screamed your name and then just stopped the show. Uh, next, Bianca. Two, two, four, five, two, one. Five, two, one. Yay! What is your name? Jolie. Jolie. Welcome to the quiz box. Thank you. Quiz box. Quiz box. Quiz box. Uh, Angie, who are you playing for? I'm playing for Hottie Boom Body. Two, two, four, five, two, two. Boom. Five, two, two. Is that your aim screen? Uh, right here. Oh, what, is, <laughs> what is your name? Jacqueline, Hottie Boom Body Jacqueline, and Brad, who are you playing for? I am playing for 224520. 520, right here. Same table. What is your name? Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the quiz box, Sarah. Thanks for coming out. Killing it. Killing it, Kevin. You're doing a really great job. Oh, yeah. All right. Round two, question number one. The topic is It's Almost Halloween. Time for spooky creatures. Now, vampires appear in some form in historical mythology in societies as old as Mesopotamia. Mm-hmm, fun fact. According to Chinese folklore, to ward off the hopping vampire known as a Changshi, it is good to keep a bag of coins or rice handy to spill on the ground should you encounter the creature. Why is the Changshi so easily thwarted by spilled rice? They're afraid of carbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full keto diet. <laughs> yeah, there's a famously slender vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the Atkins vampire. <laughs> does does it just like cartoonishly slip on the rice and fall over? <laughs> and you just you just run away. Yeah, it's a real Scooby Doo situation. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sound effect I was looking for. <laughs> Point for Pat for getting Kevin to do that. Here we go, Angie. Because it thinks you're expecting it to make dinner for you. Oh. No. 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 So you said coins and rice? Or. Either or. Or Not rice. a mixture. Oh, a uh, mixture would probably work. A mixture. That helps. Like extra protection. It's like when you like buy credits at church or whatever, however right. that works. Well, yeah. Uh, that, that, <laughs> I, I haven't been in a church in a very long time. That's just how I assume it goes I'm down. sorry, you can yeah. buy Rich credits God. at church? Like, yeah. for, like for like holiness or something? I don't right. fucking She's know. talking about selling indulgences, which is how the, the whole Reformation movement of the Protestants. I feel like credits makes more sense yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like is it like church Bitcoin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, would you would you rather have to pray for like six hours or just buy your way out? Right. And specifically, yeah. buy your way out with a bag of rice mixed with coins. <laughs> uh, I, I um, know. I know that this is a spooky category, but this has gotten too spooky for me. That gets point by being spooked by church. <laughs> by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I did used to get nosebleeds before I went to church, and that should have been a sign. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, But uh, coins or rice, it doesn't have to be a mixture for, like, a super powerful. Um, And you just, do you throw it just at them, or just, like, do you trail it behind you, Uh, or does it matter? Spill on the ground is what I read is the most effective technique. So, like, breadcrumbs, but for, like, warding demons. Yeah, sure, like a reverse breadcrumb. Like, not leading them toward you, but just kind of like a ha-ha! Angie! Because it thinks you're a fucking slob. 
No, no, it is not. You're throwing your shit everywhere. Like, what's that? A vampire that likes tidiness? Is that. Don't they? Have you seen how high in starch their collars are? I feel like they are prepped for cleanliness. Right. This is a Chinese vampire, but it still talks like this. It's like, are you saying the Chinese are dirty, Kevin? What? No. No, I'm just saying that when I do a vampire voice, I'm just going to stick with Transylvania and say, no, this this person is too messy to drink. Keep going with that. Everyone's you know what? It. We, it's it's <laughs> reading very we walk, well. You know what? We walked through some very dangerous territory to get there, and I just wanted to do my dumb joke. What was uh, uh what what was the, put the... my Eeyore hood up now? You guys figure out what the how the fuck you get rid of a Chinese vampire? I'm just I gonna heard be a sad. buzz. Was that uh, was that Brad? Brad, Brad, did you ring Brad in? can you get us back on? Did you ring in? I think he was just covering a fart. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> Solid technique, Cotton. I'll give him a point yeah, for that. Right. Um, so what? Was no, the, it's not a fart, Brad. What was the name again of the, the Chang Shi? The Chang Shi. Yeah. What that, are you looking for a translation? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, country of origin. China. China. Uh, well, I figured that. <laughs> I um, said it. Earlier. You did say. I listened because I care. Um, Do you want to spell it? Does that help? C H E N G dash S. H-I? No, no I'm not you. No. Uh, oh. I meant Kevin, but I will give sure. you a point for that phonetic spelling. Right. Thank you. So, I mean, yeah, uh, transcribing Chinese is a tricky practice regardless because it's a tonal language, but it's uh, spelled J-I-A-N-G-S-H-I. Jiangxi. Oh. Talent. That clarifies it. Did Brad have an answer or was that an accidental buzz? No, it was a fart. It was a fart we went over. Yeah, I don't I know. We There's nothing the in the rule book about a fart. I was just, Everybody farts. It's okay. okay so I was just right. trying to give Brad a chance to talk. Okay. But I'm glad everyone else answered for <laughs> when I I'm, asked I'm sorry, Brad. Question. I think you accidentally got on the panel of who wants to be the spookiest gay in Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> and right. you're just fighting for it. For our podcast listeners, everyone on the stage is queer except Brad. Mm. <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> hi, hi Pat. What do you want to guess? Oh, that was that was mostly just for the police noise effect. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> sorry, Brad. Um, does it just get like freaked out and spend like the rest of the afternoon picking up every grain of rice? Yup. Uh, so this creature has to count every fallen grain of rice. What? Yay! Way to go, Pat. <laughs> so vampires. I feel like that being them like messy is like pretty adjacent. It's okay, cool. you were you were on the right track. Not like with your your hamsters and frogs thing. Uh, the I vampire, was still pretty on the track. <laughs> vampires throughout several folkloric traditions of the world are often associated with erythmomania or the obsessive compulsion to count things. This is widely cited as the inspiration for Sesame Street's Count Von Count, who loves to count. Ah. Question: Oh, what does that make our scores? What? Sorry, nothing. Go ahead. No, it's all, no, no. no, yeah, no okay. My moment's over. Go ahead, Kevin. Okay. I want you no, to. I want no, you to have this. All right, okay. What are our scores, Nikki? Uh, I mean, I was going to give him a chance to banter, but we'll go no, no, with the scores. Right. Okay, two points for Pat for getting that question correct. Angie, the only other person to ring in, guys, negative two. Bianca and Brad sitting pretty at zero. I was crowdsourcing. <laughs> Bianca probably still thinks it's the same round. She's like, if I just don't ring in, I can hold on to those two points. No, I don't those think it's... A, I already won them anniversary gifts, and I feel like a hero tonight, so... Yeah. I, I just was genuinely confused. I'm ready for the second one. He's like, she's so going to put that mask on later. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Sexy oh bat plans. Oh my, oh my. Bat play. One of you hangs from the ceiling from your toenails. I'm into Ooh. it. <laughs> Once again, too spooky for me. <laughs> <laughs> question number two. The topic is the best way to deter Red October. Uh, the question is, the Russian Navy operates one of the most formidable submarine fleets in the world. They've been noticed slipping in and out of Swedish waters. In an effort to deter the Russian subs from Swedish waters, a Swedish peace group has deployed what as a psychological warfare tactic? Angie! Young Alec Baldwin. <laughs> no. No, it is not a young Alec Baldwin. Um, if this was a Hunt for Red October reference, yes. Uh, the... No. Like the, the category was. There's, like, yes, okay. yes. There's Russian submarines. Okay. I was born in 93. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. uh, it just went right over my head. Um, so the, it was something they did as like a distraction tactic. So they were just like, and like that's like what left their sub. And it's like, ah, I got you. A psychological warfare tactic. Psychological. This was something they put underwater to, you know. Brad, is it a line at Ikea? Oh, No. <laughs> No, while the Swedish have employed that tactic to great effect, uh, that was not how they got rid of the Russian subs. Bianca. Is it the bodies of their fellow comrades? No. Good grief, no. It's no. The Swe- <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the Swedish. They're like hella neutral. They don't, nobody's died. I'm sorry. I feel like, um, I feel help. like if I was Sweden, I would do that once and no one would fuck with me again. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's a peace group. Right. Uh, yeah, Swedish uh, peace There will be peace after that, I'm sure. Is it, cool. is it the uh, is it the the Swedish chef? They just put him underwater <laughs> so that anytime the Russian submarine operators listen to like their sonar, right. all they hear echoing through the sound is bork bork bork, and they're just like, we can't take this, and they they just they leave. Right? No, no. <laughs> Wait, do you what do you want to ring in? <laughs> I, I gave you a point for that, even though I hated that. Right. <laughs> sonar, sonar pulse goes out, boom, and it comes back, bork. Yeah. Was is it, it? Is it sound related? Uh, no, it is not sound related. Was it just like a mirror, so like they can see themselves and oh, see like shit. how that they're the real enemy? No, that'd be awesome though. Yeah. That's probably what we should do to Putin. Just send him a mirror in the mail. He would just fuck it. Oh no. That seems uncomfortable, but I'd watch. Now. Have you ever seen anybody fuck a mirror before? I just feel like that's for science. I feel like I shouldn't be shamed for that. Never a Russian person. <laughs> this got dark. Uh, so I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say you got 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think we're getting somewhere. So... Is it just uh, is it just underwater billboards with very polite no thank yous? We will say it is it is underwater signage. You are the closest so far without going over, Angie. Oh, uh, is it very polite marine animals asking them to turn around? No. No, it is underwater signage. Yeah. Oh. I thought maybe they were like, hey. Here we go. Is it a sign that just says you lost? No. Oh. No, that'd be good for submarines, though, because that would fuck like, me the up. News. Yeah, I'm very fragile. Uh, is, is it just a big keep outside? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's it's like a more politically incorrect version of that. Oh, it's st- 
stay the fuck out. <laughs> I was about to say, is it is it a sign that says fuck off? Uh, no. Damn. No, it is. It's, it's not. It, it doesn't. You have words. It's an image. Oh, that, it does. Yeah. Is it a middle finger? Uh, no. It is not a middle finger. Has anyone ever told the Swedish that oh, submarines don't have windows? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we should write them a letter. <laughs> Sleep. Uh, that's, that's the end of your 60 seconds. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So these are underwater signs with topless gay sailors. Oh. Wait, so it's just boy nipples? No wonder the Russians are hanging around. <laughs> How do we know they're gay, sailors? So the well, the we'll semen see. everywhere or no. what? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I've never seen Pat Daring dance in our many years of friendship. I can't was... believe that that is what made you book. You danced to police sirens, you fucking narc. <laughs> That was wild. Does, it, does anybody have a whistle? I oh just. <laughs> what? Oh boy. What? Wow. <clears throat> uh, we're going to hold you to all of those uh, ring in buzzers. <laughs> so the signs depict animated shirtless sailors doing a little dance, like we might have seen Pat doing just now. Uh, their flashing light patterns transmit Morse code for this way if you're gay. Uh, the signs. <laughs> The signs read at the bottom, Welcome to Sweden, gay since 1944. <laughs> the signs were lowered into the waters of Stockholm in April of 2015, and there have been no sightings of Russian subs since. Wow, you are that homophobic right. that you will not invade? Right. Damn! I mean, that, that proves that it, ass. though. No gay Russian submariners. Hey, if it works, it works, right? It, I suppose, you know what? Bold strategy. Yeah, do I? There you go. Question, oh, do you want to recap the score? Oh, yeah, do I? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Pat down to positive one point for ringing in once there, getting it mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, Bianca at negative four, Angie at negative four, Brad at negative one. Still anyone's game. Question number three, the topic is lil' wet lizards. Uh, question. You say lil wet? I said lil. Lil, L-I-L. L-I-L. L-I-L and I suddenly have a yeast infection. I've seen the cards. That's... Oh, boy. Now, salamanders are a type of amphibian that look like tiny, wet lizards. There's a specific population of salamanders of the genus Ambistoma that live in the northeastern regions of North America and near the Great Lakes. Now, these specific salamanders have a genetic quirk that makes them unique in the animal kingdom. What is it? I'm sorry, you said animal, and I know you said animal, but it sounded like anal. Anal kingdom. Uh, and then I just went back to the last question. It was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It, was a whole it was a submarine riding by, like, what are those salamanders? I'm sorry, could I um, superfluously get the um, genus and species of that salamander Ambis- again? Ambistoma salamandery. Thank you so much. Uh, that, I made up half of that. I only know ambistoma. It might are, not be salamandery. Are these those huge salamanders in Appalachia that are like? No, you're thinking of the hellbender. No, yes, these the hell are bender. these are little salamanders. Oh, okay. Little, little salamanders. They're little wet lizards. So we know lizards. Um, yeah, they're genetically they have a quirk that makes them unique in the animal kingdom. Well, what is it? 
they like full of chlorophyll or something? <laughs> they no, um, no. they sip on little little Jonathan wine. Unique <laughs> <laughs> in the animal. Is yes, yeah, genet- genetic is probably the best clue in this whole mess of garbage. So, so. they're. Um, maybe they're born with it. Maybe it's poisonous glands. Mm. No, there's other animals in the kingdom that have poisonous glands. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the anal <laughs> kid are born with it. Maybe it's salamanderlene. <laughs> I just wanted my uh, my Maybelline uh, joke right. to read. It didn't, so um, I'm not, I don't feel shame at all, but I might order another drink in a minute. That's not correlated. Yes. I'm going to use like really poor Latin understanding. Okay. Uh, So I'm thinking like ambistoma, right? So like maybe they're just salamanders with like really big hands. Mm, No. Okay. No. But your confidence has fueled me. (laughs) So, So this is a genetic quirk that like nothing else in the animal kingdom has. Exactly. Huh. Cool. Yeah. They like their parents right out the gate and forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they never go through that awkward phase. That would be pretty unique. Brad, you got anything down there? Yeah, I'm not uh, not vibing with these questions. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, Brad gets a point for criticizing our entire pool of He's a critic. I mean, you know. Where is Eric Tate? That's that's my main question. Uh, I will say that um, Eric Tate did yell at me before for drinking an entire bottle of wine before and during the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so am I glad he's not here so I can get as drunk as I want to be? Um, maybe. I, yeah, I would never yell at you. Thank you, Kevin. I'm here to support you in any way I can. Thank you. Thank well, you. after being viciously attacked by one of the most important movie critics in Columbus, I feel like <laughs> a little support would be great. That's okay. Um, to, be I, fair, to be fair, Eric Tate did write the questions. Right. Okay, so. I wrote the one that you got right off the bat because we're like this. And hey. then Eric wrote this lizard one and you're like of this. Of course he fucking did. Eric Listen to this, Eric. Of course you wrote the fucking lizard yeah. joke. You so, nerd. Sorry to throw him under the bus, but there was a bus also, whooshing by, and I just felt bad. Also, dude, can we define, is there such a thing as an important movie critic in Columbus, Ohio? It's you, man. I don't it's think so. <laughs> Not to Putin you, but look in a mirror. Um, well, if you want to join the spookiest gay um, competition, we're still accepting. Um... Do do they just like do they not have genders at all or they just like they're all they're all hermaphrodites? Pat, you're close. Pat, you're so tantalizing and close to understanding these lizards. And you're the only one trying to get me. (laughs) I I just in my mind, I just want you to know that all I'm doing is going lizard, lizard, lizard. First of all, salamanders are lizards, aren't they? Amphibians, Mm -hmm. but like whatever, amphibian, amphibian, amphibian. That's that's my inner monologue. This isn't me correcting you. This is me correcting me. Um, I've just been trying to strategize how to order another drink. Um, So that's what's going on in my head right now. It looks like it's working. They can impregnate themselves. Sexy, but wrong. Oh, gosh, that's so uh, close. We're not going to take a point away, right. uh, but we're not going to give it to you. Okay, right. they can make themselves climax. <laughs> oh, wait, JK, I do the same. Never mind, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I, well, man, even that is pretty close. <laughs> they, they have an X, Y, and Z chromosome. Uh, I, uh, I don't want to brag, but I can make myself climax. <laughs> 
I don't think I've you should brag. Like three or four times. People I, are eating. I assume you only make yourself climax. <laughs> Pat, Pat. Angie loses a point. <laughs> Pat. When. And Brad gets two. <laughs> uh, when the salamanders copulate, both of them get pregnant. Oh, no. Not no. Again. Well, you didn't ring in. He did. He did. It was when we were oh, all he laughing did? Oh, about okay. Well, again, not going to take it away, but not going to give it to you. Okay. Fuck. Uh, when two of them have sex, all of them get pregnant. <laughs> In the whole area. Uh, no. Uh, I want to give it up for Nikki's concern in her eyebrows for that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it was what you said or the passion in which you said it. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Our, our podcast listeners can't see my eyebrows. <laughs> That's why I wanted to, to articulate it for them. Bianca gets a point for describing my eyebrows. Welcome to the eyebrow description portion of the show. <laughs> Angie. Okay, so it's like a genetic... Quirk. Mm, seemingly sex related thing. <laughs> yes, it um, is a sexual So quirk. these salamanders look each other in the eye when they come. Mm hmm. You think that's you? That's my, that's my, that's my answer. Animal that's not kingdom? Right. No. <gasps> that's not what we're looking for. Animal. Are they born yeah, okay. pregnant? No. No. Oh, did you some, ring in? What a nightmare. I did ring in. There are some species of beetles that are that, though. There's what? There's, what? Wait, no, I was. What? There's beetles that do that. That's gross. fucking nerd. I'm a, I'm They're all up in there, getting all up in there. It's nasty. It, in the interest of time, we're gonna have to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all female. Oh. Yeah. So hey. now, the certain <laughs> populations of salamanders of the genus Ambisosome are entirely female. They will mate with and collect the sperm packets of males from different species of salamanders, but then only keep the genes that they want before producing the next generation. Now, this process has been coined as kleptogenesis and has resulted in the longest female lineage of any animal. Oh, man. So they're like the Amazons of the salamanders. And also, what is it? Sperm packet. It's a gross lizard. Is that like you sex. clip the po- box tubs from your box tubs from your cereal and you send it in? You get a weird sticky ring in the mail. That sounds horrible. God, throw out your tissues, my guys. Otherwise, you might wind up as the, the dad of ten thousand fucking salamanders out in West Virginia. <laughs> Oof. No, no points awarded for your sperm. <laughs> I'm about to say the incel rallies down the street. <laughs> um, life uh, finds a way. <laughs> okay, uh, one point for Jeff Goldblum in person. Uh, Nikki, how's our score at the end of the round? Uh, well, Pat hanging on to that one point. Uh, Bianca at negative five. Angie at negative five. Brad at negative one. Is that the end of the round? Yeah, that's it. That was the third oh, question. Damn. Oh, okay. Well, We're Pat has won the round for Matt. Congratulations, Matt. You are getting a fantastic prize. Two tickets to Shadowbox Live. Go to shadowboxlive.org to find out about the shows you can use these tickets for. You're getting a quiz box magnet, quiz box button. And for your last minute Halloween, you're going to get this lovely witch hat. Oh, And a witch hand on a stick. <laughs> I guess the idea of this. I think it's, it says it's a yard stake, so you can stick it in your yard. Looks like there's a witch coming up out of the ground. You can also stick it in your trunk, so Classic, it looks like there's a witch uh, in your trunk. Or you can just use it to get things off the shelf that are up too high. It looks like a dope back scratcher. 
It looks it like does. the thing that you're gonna need to scratch your head when that wig gives you lice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a clean, fresh wig from the Halloween store. Dusty Dewey's knickknacks. <laughs> it's yeah, not Dusty, from a Halloween store, it's from Dusty Dewey's knickknacks. Dusty Dewey's Halloween special store. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bianca and Angie both have negative five. We heard from Angie last round, so Bianca's going to be apologizing to Jolie. I haven't uh, Jolie, Jacqueline, and Sarah <laughs> on your round to hand out your dumbbell. <laughs> Take it away, Bianca. I um yeah I, I would um but uh I mostly never apologize because I'm never wrong. But um, in this case, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to share um, my, I have something very personal to me. Um, my finishing GPA in high school, um, it was 2.5. That's not impressive. But I did get out. Um, did not make it to college. Um, so that was the end of my learning. Um, but I came here with confidence that was misplaced, whether it be to my own hubris or the vodka I just drank. Um, But I would just like to say in this moment that I am sorry for failing you, Um, especially when I did so great in the first round. Um, But I did um, let you down this time. And for that, um, this is uh, my only apology of 2019, um, and it is yours. Thank you. I took off my glasses yeah. so you knew it was real and from my heart. Wow. You took off the glasses so we knew it was real, but you started that apology with, like, sorry you bet on the wrong horse, you big stupid. You know? <laughs> also that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pat had one positive point in that round. It's going to transfer into his champion score. Pat in the lead in the champion scores with 10 points. Wow. Bianca right behind with eight. Right behind Bianca is Angie with six and Brad with six. Let's draw some more people for the next round. Pat. All right. I'm playing for two, two, four, five, one, two. All right, here, what is your name? Charles. Charles. Thank you for coming to the quiz box. Charles. Bianca. Two, two, four, five, one, six. Five, one, six. Hey, yeah. right here, what is your name? Joe. Joe, welcome to the quiz box. Thank you for coming to the Joe quiz box. Joe and Brenda. Get ready to play the quiz box. Angie. I'm playing for a cement packet number, two, two, four, five, one, eight. Two, two, four, five, one, eight. Oh, right back here, what is your name? Alex, Alex, thank you for coming to the quiz box. Alex and uh, Brad. I'm playing for 224505. 505. Yay, right here. What is your name? Justin's Table Mate. Justin's Table Mate. <laughs> JTM. Is that what the kids are calling uh, like uh, spouses? Bucket on the table. Table mates. Table mate. This is my table mate. He won't get up. So I guess we're stuck together. Question number one, the topic is, it's almost Halloween, time for screams. Arguably the most famous scream in history (laughs) is known as the Wilhelm scream. Since its recording in 1951, the scream has been used in hundreds of films, including every Star Wars movie. The scream is part of the public domain and does not officially have specific authorship, but historical records and interviews attribute the original screamer of the scream as the one-hit wonder singer of what novelty song? Wait, 
What? Did you lose track of that in the middle? Are you just asking us who made the first Wilhelm scream? Yeah, who is it a recording of? It's a famous novelty singer. What decade? Can I get a decade? Uh, It was over five decades ago. Over. I said 1951 earlier. Brad, keep bringing in. Was it a time-traveling Rick Astley? No, it was not. Ooh. <laughs> what was this? Uh, Bianca. Was it the dude that made Monster Mash? Monster Mash? No, it is Fuck. not that particular novelty song. There's also a Christmas Monster Mash. You should listen to it because it's fucking right. awful. There's a pool party Monster Mash too. Monsters what's what's pool the party Christmas? Mash. They did the splash. Um, they, yep. it's, um, the it was splash. like, I think so. it was like, oh, this thing made money. How do we continue to make it money 11 months out of the year? So he did a pool party one. He did a Christmas one. There's right. a lot of them. There's probably like an Easter monster mash. Yeah. It's like, like he did the mash and then he rose from the grave. <laughs> on the East, on the, also known as the Easter monster mash is me trying to get a plate at my, uh, <laughs> house. It's, it's ridiculous. You try getting a plate at a Baptist Easter. Easter while looking this gay. And then on Wednesday it was Ash. Uh... <laughs> Kevin, that was great. Great job, Kevin. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Uh, you can name either the artist or their one-hit wonder. Right. You said from 51. Uh, yes, 1951 was The Scream. The one-hit wonder song might have been later. Uh, was it a group or an individual? It's one guy. One guy. That's one. not the Monster Mash guy. guy. Right. A different guy. What the hell is a white guy screaming about in 1951? <laughs> uh, it was... Uh, it was oh, like... the black people are getting <laughs> rights! Oh! <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you caught him. <laughs> I've got your number. Well, actually, right. he was he was doing um, a voice recording for a movie where someone gets shot. Oh, I thought you were going to make him like say, like, he was a civil rights activist. Like, oh, now I feel like a dickhole. <laughs> Shit. He was like, civil rights abuses? Ah! And they were like, Wilhelm scream. It's perfect. Ah! I did that scream and everything forever. Oh, so, uh, 1951. A good year. Mm. Um, yeah, this is one of the best vintages of Little John Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I I um I don't know what about that just made me uncomfortable, but it did. So I held it in my right nipple. I'm I not just, very good with like uh, timelines of of music, but mm-hmm. is it the shout of Twist and Shout? I'm not real sure. No, no, no they no, had more. Sure. They had more music. Oh, it got bad. That would right. be amazing if Twist and Shout was just a recording <laughs> just like of somebody a, twisting like a blood curdling scream. <laughs> it was just yeah, like their sciaticas acting up. That's bones what the cracking is. and then pained screams. <laughs> um, are they dead now? Yup. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't um, know any novelty songs outside of like the stupid like Bart Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! What a sad thing to be known as the novelty singer. <laughs> like, Ouch. The uh, the singer uh, lived from 1921 to 2003, mm-hmm. and the oh. one hit wonder was in 1958. 1958. 1958. Ah. So that makes all the I was misled. <laughs> well, the scream was in 1950. It's a question about the scream. The scream, yes, but I was ah. because it, uh, the the question asked them to name the one hit wonder, so I looked yeah. it up oh, yeah, to yeah, see yeah. what no, year the good. song. Thank you, Nikki. Appreciate it. We just well, had, yeah. had a little co-host conference. Right. No, yeah. You may you. resume. Well, well now they just trying to think of what I used to hear on the radio all the time back in 1958. Yeah, at the sock hops and malt shops. Um, I don't bebops. 
Um, I was just going to make an uncomfortable, another uncomfortable race comment, but I think you've got what, and what's it about you've learned. <laughs> was it about sock hops? Yes, it was about sock hops. Is, is it, I know they were problematic. <laughs> you have 15 seconds. Is it, is it just like the Happy Days theme song? So, or? no. Uh, this what was, scream was in the Happy so Days? So this is a the, little the bit... The scream's a, not from the song. He's just the guy that made the scream. Right. The scream is not in the song. It just happens to be that the person who made this very famous scream did... A very oh. Halloweeny novelty song. I'll say so that. I was about oh, to say Halloween? it is a Halloweeny yeah. novelty song. It's that about is a monster. No- I'll um. give you an additional sixty seconds since you're all now less confused. <laughs> oh, thank you. So it is about a monster. The song is about a monster. The scream was about a movie. How hairy is this monster? None is mentioned. Angie, is it the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater guy? Yup. Yeah. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Slide one eye. Yep. Good for that totally obscure guy who everybody knows all the words to his song and not his name. That's uh, what. Yeah. Angie, I'm going to give you a point right away for ending that 60 seconds early. One eye, <laughs> one horn, flying purple people eater. Sheb Woolley, who died in 2003, was a prolific voice actor and novelty singer. His reputation for blood-curdling screams was matched only by his reputation for coming up with what I think is the weirdest song ever. (laughs) Since it's about a monster, this counts as a Halloween fact. Question number two. The scores first. Angie's got two points. Pat's got zero. Bianca negative one. Brag negative one. Oh, shit. I did bring in. I was like, well, oh, yeah. Sorry. Truly anybody's game. Question number two. The topic is nuclear future... In the 1950s, the United States government did lots of tests with nuclear weapons to find out what would happen when they went off. Apart from observing their general destructive nature, scientists also put things near the explosion to observe the effect on these items. One test determined that it would still be safe to consume what after a nuclear explosion? Consume what? Yep. What is the thing that you can consume after a nuclear explosion, even if they put it near the it's, bomb? This might not be the only thing. It's right. just we're looking for something specific that they tested. Angie. Um, as you are now a mutant, other people. Oh. Oh, my. No, no. not what we're looking for. <laughs> no. Oh. No. In the 1950s, they were inspired by the Fine Purple People Eater to look into that, but no. That's not really I, mean, um, just, I mean, what else are you going to do in Apocalypse but just eat ass? Just like ass. dead ass. Nuclear ass. Nuclear ass. That ass is nuclear, and nuclear. I'm going to eat it for sustenance. <laughs> and you just wonder if it's going to be fine. Angie. Hot pockets, because they became the right perfect temperature. Nineteen. <laughs> They finally no. cooked fully. They no. never do. It's always cold in the It's the, the only way. No icy nugget in the center. Yeah. Icy nugget, that was my college name. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I didn't go it's to college. It's still true. Rings true. <laughs> the nug. Uh, Ooh, 1950s. <laughs> Test. Um, so it's like like a like a 1950s food. Uh no. Some, like okay. It's something that they've yeah, had ever since. Like yeah. horrible Jello mold <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and that's the only way you eat mom's casserole. <laughs> Angie. Like fuck it, right? Also, I really like this sound. Spam. No. I almost said spam. Thanks for falling on that sword for me, dude. <laughs> yeah, anytime. It's not spam. Because spam isn't safe to eat. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, the nuclear bomb doesn't fix spam. Is it a brand name thing, or is it just like a general food item? No, it's a general food item, and a famous <laughs> one. Angie. Potatoes, they become baked potatoes. Uh-uh. Damn it. It's not what we're after. We're looking for a, a liquid thing. No, damn it. I Bianca, said liquid thing, and then I already committed to saying you butter. Say ass again. Butter. No. I mean, you can leave it on the counter for like two weeks and still eat it. I feel like nuclear blast wouldn't hurt. But just a. Pat. Is it Coca Cola? No. Oh. Nuka Cola. Nuka Cola. Yeah, I was yeah, where the reference Fallout, came from. Fallout yeah. reference. Yeah, oh, we're gamers. Damn. Actually, never played Fallout. Me neither. I just, just get the reference. Everybody who's ever played it never shuts the fuck up about it. So. Yeah, um, every dude on my Tinder. Yeah, it's like keto oh. diet people. Mm. <laughs> and they have just as bad as breath. Zoodles this, zoodles that. Who fucking cares? Wow. All these dudes Jeez. that you've schmet with. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. They're great. Um, I mean, I think I've eaten zoodles while playing Fallout, so I'm just going <laughs> to Brad, you got anything down there? How do you coordinate that? That's How do I coordinate it? Like I holding... The, never mind. It's not my business. That's between you and your god. I'm just trying to talk to Brad. Just, Sorry. To ask a question I really didn't want to ask tonight, is it a bodily fluid? No. 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 I hate when I have to ask the question, no. is it a bodily fluid? <laughs> Semen's not safe to drink Just either. never a good question to no. ask. But Which, it's a... Fl- what's, what's never a good question to ask? Is it a bodily fluid? There's the point. There we go. <laughs> Three times for you a just, It's like fucking Bloody Mary. Just like how uncomfortable can you get? Um, but it's a liquid that you eat. No, it's a consumable no. liquid. Consumable, consumable liquid. Consumable. It, 60 no, seconds. It's not a brand name. It's, uh, Does it come from a fruit or a teat or? Um, I'm sorry, what? Uh, <laughs> I said, does it derive from a fruit or a teat or? Um, a, That's what a, I thought you said. Of, yeah, okay. <laughs> Is this your brand new party game, fruit or teat? Yeah, yeah. I hold it in your hand. Old fruit or old teat. <laughs> Similar consistencies. Uh, Angie gets a point for pitching our next podcast. Fruit or teat. The really strange visual podcast. I got nothing. I a lot of describing. <laughs> it's just us holding up flashcards and people yelling fruit. Is it is is it, uh, is it is it soup? It's not soup. Oh no. Mm. Well, no. I mean, I feel like I feel like it's a little. No, never mind. I'm gonna stop that line of thinking. Yeah, there's like a lot of like mercury is a liquid, but like it's not good to. No, no, no. You don't no, drink that. No, right. you can't drink it was that. Still safe to consume. This. Still, ah, still ah, safe. Ah. To consume. Still safe. Well, so, was, we, safe so I feel like you can't shame the mercury diet if we've mentioned keto and Atkins tonight. <laughs> so I've lost track of time. The mercury diet is short lived. Fifteen seconds. Uh, um. Yeah, I think I, um, I'm stumped. I've already rang in and lost at least okay. once. So okay. you're at negative three. Oh yeah, there it is. Thank you, Nikki. She's a great scorekeeper. Give it up for Nikki Winkleman. <laughs> Go see her one woman show. Oh wait, you can't because it's sold out. Oh. Oh. Pat, 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 pat. Y'all got nice. 
All the flattery. You can hang points. by the rafters. You know? Hang on, Pat. Yes. We is that a ring in for Pat? Have, yes. Is, is it my own personal apocalypse where the only thing on earth left to drink is tequila? Oh, oh no. no. Once again, Pat, so much closer close. than anyone ever. Uh, we are in the interest of time. We do have to call it. It's beer. I was just about to say that. It's beer. Ah. Cheers, friends. Both the answer to and the reason that we couldn't get the question. The study was on the effects of a nuclear blast to commercially packaged beverages. The government wanted to figure out if commercially packaged drinks would still be able to serve as potable water sources if groundwater had been contaminated after a blast. However, it should be noticed that noted that the beverage subjects of the test were only bottled water and beer. Thankfully, results concluded that any beer at Ground Zero would still be safe to drink, of course, in moderation. There's no information uh, here that Eric Tate left us about the bottled water, so I guess he didn't care. I, I just feel like there was just like some dad with three shitty like 50s kids that were like, fuck it, I don't, I'll take the chances. Yeah. Like, honestly. He went into work one day like, I'm nuking beer! Leave me alone! <laughs> I mean, that's one way you get the wife off your back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, men in the 50s were still awful. Yeah. Still, still. Yeah, right. Yeah. Final question? Yup. We're moving on to question number three. The topic is, I'm going to be on Jeopardy. That's right, me. Quiz box. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Slowly building applause. Me. Quiz box guest host, Kevin Hendricks. Recently traveled to Los Angeles to film an episode of Jeopardy that will air in January 2020. On the second, tune in. Uh, Jeopardy creator Merv Griffin composed the game show's theme song in less than a minute, and it has earned him over $70 million. I'm not kidding. (laughs) This isn't the part where I do jokes. The title of the tune is Think! And Merv Griffin originally composed it for what purpose? Bianca. Was it the song he played when him and his wife had sex? <laughs> bump, 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 pom, pom. No. I think it's a challenge. <laughs> this is just the 30 seconds to nail it right when the timpani goes. Some of the people I've schmet was shorter than that. So. <laughs> what, was it just to like drive his kids nuts when they were trying to do their homework? No. He just like cranked the volume on that thing and was like, hurry up! Think. No. Do you want to ring in? Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong, but try it. Angie! Is it his um, sphincter relaxation tune Mm-mm. while he's taking time Mm-mm. with it? No? Okay. No, okay. You're no. like, sphincter? We said no, it's sphincter. No. Okay, cool, no, cool, cool. No sphincter-related composition. We are nothing but sphincters, people. We're glorified worms. We're worms with legs. Get with it. We're big tubes. What was it a was it a theme was it gonna be a theme song for something else? No. <laughs> what what was Brad? Was it to comfort Alex Trebek on his deathbed? <laughs> <laughs> no, Alex Trebek I'm is I'm so sorry, I love him. My dad died of cancer, but Alex Trebek is alive, Merv Griffin is dead, no. <laughs> Was it for the comfort on his own deathbed? (laughs) He was like, take this song, use it on the game show. 
Put it on my tombstone. You think he died singing? Was it was it for a commercial of some sort? No, it was not for any commercial purpose. Oh God, what did this old man do with this? Yeah, what right. what year was this again? Uh. Oh man, nineteen seventy-eight. I that sounded confident. Sorry, nineteen seventy-eight <laughs> is 19- when Jeopardy with Alex Trebek began airing. Before that, it was with Art Fleming. With Art Fleming for yeah, ten years, guy. there was Jeopardy, and it was like the questions were worth like five, ten, and fifteen dollars. Art Fleming. Fucking inflation, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um. Was it for when he is making over easy eggs? He knows exactly how long before he has to wait until he flips it over at the perfect time to get the egg just right. No, but that would probably work. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to try it. Was it for a a timing of any sort? No, originally it was not. Although uh, on the show it is exactly 30 seconds long. Okay. Was Was it for a competing opposite game show that was far less exciting called Everything is Fine. <laughs> no Jeopardy here. I just All like good, that Kevin man. did a little spin with that. I did. Podcast well, listeners. Um, I feel like no one comments on the actions of the board frequently enough, so this is for you. Yeah. Originally uh, composed in the early 60s, mm-hmm. debuted on Jeopardy in 1964. That must have oh, been, so it was the Art Fleming. The, Art the, Fleming had the, the same theme song. I'm glad as that I'm asking questions that is like inspiring like further research. Right. We've gone to the researchers and we've determined. Um, Angie, was it to time exactly uh, when those who are watching Jeopardy can take a little mini snooze until they wait for somebody to actually make up a fucking answer? No. Damn it. Okay. Uh, this was not originally composed for Jeopardy at all. Oh well, then I guess I'm missing that. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. Give you the theme. It seconds? wasn't for a commercial. Did he have kids? Did Merv Griffin have kids? I d- yes. Yes. Was this ki- is it kid related? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's kid related. Um, it, it was. Pat Deering. He wrote the shittiest happy birthday song ever composed for his children. No. Incorrect. Bianca. Was it an even shittier lullaby? Yes. (laughs) We're back in business. Not only are you back in business, but we have a tie. We would hear... We would hear the color comment commentary on that, sure. but we have to uh, quickly move on to a tiebreaker. Uh, both Bianca and Brad have a negative two at the end of that okay. is the end of the round, correct? Yeah. yeah. At the end of that round, uh, it is this one. Wait, that's not it. Okay. So there we go. Uh, so Great. that is the tiebreaker tie question. Tiebreaker is going to work like this. Brad and Bianca are going to be the only two to play. Everyone else can sit back and shut up. Uh, you each, you don't have to ring in at all. You're each going to get to uh, shout out uh, an answer one at a time. Mm-hmm. Please do it as quickly as possible. And uh, the answer is a limited number. Two. So, <laughs> not, sorry, sorry, was not, that not yet. Okay. And uh, whoever wins is going to be awarded one point, and their person will win a prize. So take it away, Kevin. The topic of this question is nerd math. 
In the Hasbro board game Scrabble, letter tiles are each given a value of 1 to 10 based on their rarity and difficulty to play. Without using any double or triple or whatever nonsense, what is the total score for all the letters that make up the title of our show, The Quiz Box? Wait, what? Oh, oh, what so like if um, like if the score? if the letters in the quiz box had an order, like had the number, like no, in syrup. The, if you the play, score. So yeah. each tile has a has a, a value assigned. Yeah, that's to what it. I mean. Yeah. yeah, if you if you total up the value of all of those letters without using any bonus squares, what is the total? Uh, fifty-four. Lower. Forty-two. Lower. Thirty-six. Higher. Thirty-eight. Higher. Forty. Yes. I've never lost a tiebreaker, and I didn't want to say that before because I was afraid I was going to lose. <laughs> Congratulations, Bianca. Uh, you, uh, you have gotten one point that will transfer into your champion's four, and you have won a prize for Joe. Congratulations, yeah. Joe. It's Two nice tickets to Shadowbox Live, a quiz box magnet, a quiz box, quiz box button, and your last-minute Halloween costume care of Dusty Dewey's knick-knack shack is this unicorn, so you can match Bianca. Wow. You can match Bianca. Angie had the lowest score of negative five, but we haven't heard an apology yet from Pat. Oh. Nor Brad. Oh. But I'm going to force it on Pat. Pat, you're going to apologize to Charles Charles, Alex, and Justin's table mate, I'll be around to hand out your dum-dums. Oh, man, Charles, you know, uh, going, into the, uh, going into the second question there, I really felt like we had a strategy to win. Um, of course, it turned out that I didn't know anything. <laughs> I was going for NFL after game conference. Um, Same day. <laughs> Um, of course, it turns out that I didn't know anything about uh, lullabies, um, especially not a lullaby that uh, inherently screams hurry up to anybody hearing it, which is just a wonderful way to get your kid to go to sleep. Um, uh, and yeah, also, I, I, I think I should just take this opportunity to apologize just in general. I owe a lot of people apologies. Um, I, I think I owe one to the city of Columbus. Um, I owe one to Bianca. Bianca's tried to book me on her... her um, uh, K Thanks Bye show like three different times now and uh, every single time has been thwarted by like a death in my family, a major motor vehicle accident or most recently a penile fracture hmm. um, which is yeah, did you know it sounds like a gunshot? <laughs> yeah, it's wild um, Oh, Nikki's back <laughs> Oh no, go ahead and finish <laughs> I want to hear how this apology wraps up I think um, the good part. Yeah, um, well, so the, uh, the bad news is I couldn't make it to Bianca's show that night. Uh, the good news is this outpatient surgery. Um, so I was back, you know, I was back home at least that evening. Is, um, is there an apology <laughs> that's not no, for I, Bianca? No, yeah. Um, that, that Sorry was for I, his That's it. Joke. All right, well, <laughs> round of applause for Pat's apology. He's going to get a point for that apology for uh, uh, plugging Bianca's show and another point for the word penile fracture. Mm. And that's the end of the game. Yay! Let's hear it for special guest Brad Keith. He ended the game with seven points. She ended the game with nine points. Let's hear it for Bianca Moore, our unicorn. She ends the game with 11 points. Ooh. And 
seconds oh. of the game with 12 points, Pat Deering! I would like to thank my show for causing that penile fracture. <laughs> um, and so congratulations, Pat. Thank you all so much for coming out to the show tonight. We will be back in December with our very special holiday show. That's going to be the fourth Friday mm -hmm. in December, and Kevin and I will be back hosting, but Eric Tate will be back playing the game. Ooh. Playing against Eric on that panel will be returning champion Pat Deering and the significant others of me and Kevin. That's right. Gabriel Geyer and Mandy Hendricks will take the stage to see if they have as much trivia chops as we don't. Right, yeah, we just say. read for cards. We don't, we don't know. I didn't want to play again, so I'm making Gabe do it. Thank you all so much for coming out tonight. That is our show. My name's Nikki Wingleman. I'm Kevin Hendricks. And that's the Quiz Box. Good night.